Welcome in to the Amon Green Show on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. 12-year NFL veteran. He's got some speed to go with strength. Huskers and Green Bay Packers Hall of Famer. Shovel pass to Green into Vikings territory. Finally down. And University of Nebraska eSports coach. Green all by himself. 20. Here is your host, Amon Green. Welcome into the Amon Green Show. Waiting to get him connected here on 93.7 The Ticket. I'm Austin Norman, taking you through the next hour with the Husker Hall of Famer, uh, the NFL legend, Amon Green. Looking forward to the, the week of conversation that we have with him. Appreciate him being a part of everything that we're doing here at 93.7 The Ticket. If there's anything you want to pick Amon's brain about, that's right, just about anything. You can uh, call, text, tweet, all that good stuff, 402-464-5685. Those are the numbers for you to get into the program uh, here tonight and any of your favorite Ticket programs. Thank you for your support of us here at The Ticket. Uh, we appreciate everything that you do for us. It's our honor to be bringing you uh, the Husker legends. I mean, I'm on with with Strick every day for a couple hours and Jay and Kenny in the building. And Thursdays are great because I go straight in from those guys to getting a talk with Amon Green, uh, a name I definitely knew growing up and someone that all these college kids now at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln uh, are, you know, lucky enough to work with a guy that, you know, he's not even doing football coaching. He's doing, he's coaching video games. You know, not only was he good enough at football at Nebraska to make it to the bigs, to the pros to play as long as he did there, but now he completely switched lanes. And that's just how, you know, life isn't always fair, right? It's just not where he can be an NFL caliber running back and then go essentially start his own program from scratch at Nebraska coaching video games. He's that good at multiple things. And that's why we're lucky enough to have him on, pick his brain, talk to him about everything going on uh, in his world. And, uh, in his realm. So again, we're waiting to connect with him. 402-464-5685. If you have any thoughts for Amon. News of the day. Uh, we'll wait for that. Mike Budenholzer, coach of the Bucks, uh, gets fired. He was in Atlanta for a handful of years. Uh, five years, in fact. Didn't have the best results. I mean, he won 60 games, 48 games, 43 games. But his first year, they go 38 and 44. The last year they go 24 and 58. Then he goes to the Bucks just right after that. Doesn't even take a year off. Wins 60 games his first year, uh, 56 games in even the, the COVID shortened season. The next one after that post bubble, 46 and 26. They got a late start on that season and they win a title. Uh, they beat the Phoenix Suns to do that. And the last two years, uh, 51 and 31 last season. And then 58 and 24 this season. It's the first time in 50 some years um, that a team had the, the best overall record. They were a one seed and they won either no playoff games or one playoff game. And that's what we saw uh, with the uh, Milwaukee Bucks this year. But there he is. Let's bring him in, the Husker Hall of Famer, the NFL legend as well. Mr. Amon Green, the star of the show. AG, what's going on, man? Man, nothing much. Austin, how you doing? Can you hear me okay? Oh, yeah, you are coming through loud and clear. All right. Let's start with this, Amon. A couple weeks left in the semester. Yeah. How are you feeling? How are the kids feeling? 
are, are they ready to be done? You ready to be done? Still got gas in the tank? Where are they at? I got gas in the tank. Uh, I don't think they do. <laughs> I, and, I, and, and like I opened, like I remember when I started first week of class, which was March 20th, the week of March 20th. And I looked at and I thought about it. I'm like, man, this is three, a 3.30 class. It is about video games, but it's 3.30. How focused will they be at 3.30? Because I remember me at 3.30 when I was 18, 19, 20 in Lincoln. And it's like, well, usually by 3.30, we're already in football practice. I wasn't in class anymore. <laughs> so I was like, look, bear with me. I understand this is a, your last class of the day. We're talking about video games, but we're going to get into, obviously, team development, player development first. Then we got to have our fun side conversation, but just hang in there for at least a good solid hour and a half. <laughs> Give me that. And so every week is got is, you know, they get into it sometimes and sometimes they just that day. The Mondays have been the worst in the last two weeks where I'm like, everybody just look like the walking dead. And so I'm like, are y'all, are, how was your Monday? And they look at me like right now <laughs> so i'm like look i appreciate look just give me some focus for maybe an hour and then we could get into something that'll be more uh get you out of yeah out of your seat blood flow all that and uh and they like oh, they kind of give me like a, a nod and then i'm like okay, at least i can get a nod like yes they agree with me because i understand you know it's the last it's the last hour of the day uh last class of the day for most of them and semesters coming to a, a bitter end so a lot of them a few of i'm not sure how many seniors i have in the class but either way it's the end of the school year and they've been at it since you know september and now they, they're ready for a break so i definitely understand that i relate to it so i was like look just i open every class say how how was your day and just just hang in there when when i don't have much today we, i could give you this and then we could discuss it and then we could get out of here let's how about that and everybody Face lights up when I say that. So you got to read the <laughs> as a as a teacher. So Mondays, like you've said, are the toughest days for your students. When you were in college and then through the pros, what was the toughest day of the week for Amon Green to get through? Ah, uh, I see. I I was I was the anomaly. I was the kid that like I was the kid that liked school. Mm. I love going to school, and then I love the process of practicing. So I say a bad day for me was. The next day after a loss. So if we lost, which at Nebraska didn't happen but twice, <laughs> you know, and I hated that loss because I wasn't in the first loss. It was against uh, Texas. Oh, no. Yeah. No. The second loss against Texas at the the uh, Alamo Bowl for the Big 12 championship. I was at home with a broke foot, so I hated it. It was not fun watching that game. Um, but then once I got to the league and obviously in high school, too, I say the league more in general. I was so, I would say hard on myself. I would look at all of my mistakes in the game, even in a win, but even in a loss, I would look at them and dissect them to the point to where I was literally harassing myself. Like, why did you do that? You know, how did you, why did you make that mistake? What, were you th what was I thinking when that play happened and I fumbled the ball or I, met, I went the wrong direction, I missed the block or I dropped the pass. I'm beating myself up and Part of it, obviously, is the reason why I played the way I did. And part of it, I think, other part of it was like I drove my my wife crazy because she's like, "You played good though. You had a touchdown. You had a hundred yards rushing." I'm like, "But we, I did this and that." Then she's like, "You're the only one that knows that. You know that. You realize that. None of us knew that. Like I didn't know 
that you missed that block on that play. And I saw, I did see your fumble, but she's like, fumbles happen. I'm like, yeah, fumbles happen. But I just still got to hold on to the ball. I got up. That's my job. So it's just something that I was a stickler. I was picky on myself so bad that, you know, she would help me, you know, get out of that, out of that headspace of giving myself, you know, more of a pat on the back than just always just continually being, you know, constantly picking and nitpicking at myself. But you know, obviously that was like the good and bad of myself, uh, making myself and staying on that high level of gameplay. Guys, find yourself a good woman. They go a long way. They're awesome. Yes, they exactly. We, we can yeah. both attest to that. But let's let's touch on that a little further, Amon. You mentioned, you know, you being your critic, right? Your toughest critic, nitpicking, finding that little thing you can do better and having someone alongside you to pat you on the back and say, hey, good job. How important is it to, to find that balance between striving to improve but not getting too far down on yourself, on understanding what you do well without getting too high? Yeah, it's a fine balance. It's, a, it's a, like a... It's a 50-50 balance because you want to be at your top every time, um, but you don't want to beat yourself so much where you're then you just don't want to do it, whatever that it is. You don't want to play football. You don't want to play Valorant. You don't want to play. You don't want to go to work. You don't want to beat yourself up that bad where you don't want to go to work. You want to beat yourself up enough to say, now I know what I did wrong, and this is what I'm going to do to get better. And then most likely I'm not going to beat myself up that much. Because I already know what to do to get better. That's where you want to get. Once you stay in that zone right there, then you're going to progress, get better and better at it, whatever you do. Who are the people that you went to, to to help you learn, to give you some of those little nits to pick? Who are those people you went to for that support, that affirmation? Um, I would say when I was a kid, it was my family, my brothers, uh, Nikki, Jerry. They played football. They played sports. You know, Jerry was a cop for a long time in Omaha. Nikki. My brother Nicky was IT. He uh, got his uh, degree in computer science and was in the military. Uh, coached me up in little league, so and had a family. They both had families. My sister Tasha too had a family. So going to them because they, you know, some of it was just being a kid, you know, and just learning from, you know, as I grew up and what they went through when they were in high school or middle school and stuff like that. And then my mom and dad, you know, talking to them about when I had a rough day at school, a rough day at practice for football, baseball, or track, and. And and my dad telling me, teaching me little lessons through his when he was a kid. And he's like, oh, I remember this time kind of like that. I, I had a day where, you know, I, I missed this block or I, I didn't pass the test, whatever that story he would tell me. And it would kind of, it would just kind of settle me down. And like, you know what? It's not just me. You know, I didn't, I, I didn't, you know, do great on that test where I probably should have studied a little bit harder. But I, you know, but everybody has that one or two tests and you don't pass it or you don't grade out the best. But you keep, you know, you have that conversation to say, okay, for one, no, I'm not alone. You know, I'm not perfect. Nobody is. But I can now, now I know that it was not just me. Other people have been through it. Now I can just work through it and get ready for the next one and put my best foot forward then, basically. You're in the locker room. I'm sure you see teammates that, you know, pat themselves on the back a lot. Some that get really far down on themselves. When you have to bring those guys back to where they need to be, that 50-50 balance, is that players that go up to each other is that position coach is that coach osborne who who's the one that goes to those guys i say shoot when i was in the locker room it was like a mixture more of like coach solich me being a running back um and then the guys myself lawrence clinton damon jay sims brian um uh brian schuster joel jeff mac and uh but uh, tony uh 
uh, Tom, Steve, Steve, I'm sorry, Steve Raymond, you know, those guys that was in the, uh, the running back room, we'll just bounce stuff off each other. Cause we watch mm. ourselves, we watch film on ourselves. We watch when we had good plays. We watch when we had bad plays. So we'll kind of, you know, we were a big family. So we were able to make jabs at each other, you know, make fun of each other. And then at the same time, it's basically building us up too, because it's like, Hey man, I, I did that yesterday. Don't worry about it. You'll, you know, just don't do it again. Or you're going to lose your job or something, something like that. But to kind of just say, Hey, you know, we're all in this together and we're going to, we're going to grow together good and bad. And that's going to help us, you know, continue to mentally get strong. Cause that's those conversations I used to have with, with LP, with Clinton, with Clinton, you know, they were, we're all competing for the same job. We all trying to be the starting running back. And I realized that and it's like, well, Lawrence was a starting running back. He didn't have to help me. He didn't have to give me tips. C, you know, Clinton Childs, we call him CC. He didn't have to do that. Same with Jay Sam, same with Damon Benny. You know, in hindsight, they probably, man, I shouldn't have helped that kid. That kid had enough. <laughs> he, he did. He was going to be the guy anyway. So, but they didn't. And I had the same experience when I got to Green Bay. Dorsey Levins did the same thing. He actually, he just told me a story because we do a show together. He told me a story that when I got traded to Green, from Green Bay to Seattle, or from Seattle to Green Bay, that my former teammate, Ricky Waters, at that time, he was a Seahawk with me. And he said, he called Dorsey up because they went to Notre Dame together. And he said to Dorsey, hey, AG is good. You may not want to help him out. <laughs> you don't need much. That boy is good. And then Dorsey's like, man, no, no, no. I'm going to help him out. And he said, you know what, man? He said, man, bump that. I should have not helped you, man. <laughs> you were already there. He said, but no, you, but we were, like, we still, like I said, we have a podcast together. So that that right there, it, it bonded us, you know, and now we're for more than friends. You know, game is over. We, we, he's been out the game a long time. I've been out the game a long time. And that's what we could laugh about now is that mm-hmm. those moments where it could have been real tense in the room because we're all fighting to be the guy. And I think that's where college football, it gets serious. Pro football, obviously, real serious. But you got to realize, hey, y'all wearing the same color jerseys. I understand about contracts and all that. and Somebody's going to get paid more than somebody else. Yes. But now that is going to eventually go away. You know, you'll be done with football. Then what you got? You know, you should have spent that time getting to know that player that's in there fighting for the same job, fighting in the same uniform as you. And then maybe when you're done, you pick up a good friend or teammate or another teammate in another part of life. And now me and Dorsey and some of the guys like Gilbert, we're on the talk show together and it's, we just have a great time. It, we laugh for about an hour, like we what we're doing here, Austin. And so, it is something that where you got that you know that competition is there, but you got don't let that push you away from getting to know that player and and, and being his friend mm-hmm. and being at least his, I mean at the worst case at least be his friend in the locker room because y'all for the same cause. At least have that respect. And then outside, maybe y'all don't hang out a lot. That's cool. But at least in that locker room, y'all respect each other. Y'all can push each other. Because it's all about getting better. It's all progressing, not even as an athlete, but also as a human being. Because it can't be personal, right? It can't no. be me versus it's business. you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it can't be. It cannot be personal. It is business at the end of the day. You know, if a player gets picked over you because he was a little better, you know, and the, then they have to cut you, to, you know, and, sit, and then you get traded somewhere else or sent somewhere else. That's the business side of it. But now you created a relationship or a friendship. That when you're with one team and y'all play, you can say hi on the silent. Hey, man, how you doing? You know, how's it going for you now? You know, I hope I'm glad you're doing good. You know, you could you could give that off a lot of that's where I lived. 
you know, that's why I was never afraid of oh, being I lower on the depth it. chart. You know, I was fifth on the depth chart when I got to Lincoln. I got to Green Bay or I got to Seattle. I was a third round pick and I was uh, a third round rookie trying to trying to swim, you know. And they drafted me and another running back, Michael Black out of Washington State. And then they free agent, uh, Ricky Waters from Philadelphia. So I was third or fourth on the depth chart, you know. And, you know, I knew what I was. I was inventory. And if I didn't pan out, they would just cut me. But I knew I was going to pan out because that was my drive. And so, But I learned, though, that you have to you have to make those connections because at the end of the day, they can help you grow. You just don't know, you know, how much you could grow as a person. Was that a learning experience? Was that different going from college to the pros? I mean, would Coach Solich have cut you? Uh, no, I don't think he would have. <laughs> well, because, but if hypothetically, I say talent, talent wise, no. Because I mean, I I learned how to adjust at every level of life, from being a kid to a teenager to a you know adult, a young adult in college, and then uh, now a professional. At that time, a professional, I just learned how to adjust along the way. And I remember something my dad taught me. And he told me this in Little League. My first couple of years, I played Little League ball. And it was just something off of alteration. Him being a coach, him watching me play, me being a kid, he being, him being a dad. And he said to me, he said, sometimes I see when you play, you don't play 100%. Or you just do just enough just to win, you know, to, to beat your friends or race them. He said, why do you do that? And I'm like, well, I said, you, you, I said, I do that sometimes because I'm just trying to have fun and I'm not trying to beat my team. You know, it's my friend. I'm trying not like to beat him bad. He said, okay. He said, I re you, we taught you well. He said, but when you get older, you got to take the gloves off. You got to kill. You got to go for the kill. You got to be aggressive. You got to be a, a competitor. Um, but don't, don't lose the friendship. Don't lose like how you know, you might know that person understand that but you got to realize you got to be out there to win regardless of who is co you're competing against and i and it kind of i was like i got it you know there's got to be competition be it my brother my friend my cousin but you know i'm trying to beat you i'm trying to beat you period that's what it is i'm trying to win but at the end of the win if you win and i'm hey man good job you know i'm giving you a handshake you got me i'm gonna get you next time you know i'm gonna get you next year but good game and then move on because that's how that's what competition is about. You know, you're not going to win everything. I mean, if you can win a lot of games, you know, like guys in the NFL, like NBA to, you know, like LeBron to Michael Jordan to Tiger to to Tom Brady, Pat Mahomes, who's on a he's on that role already. He's only been in the league five, six years and he got two Super Bowls. So but if you could find that level like and Pat Mahomes, I think he has that mindset because he never really take stuff personal you know it's competitor you're being competitive but don't take it personal because it's a business those teams them players are out there trying to win just as well as you are you're gonna fight for whatever you try to do to get that win and you just gotta you know if you lose respect you won man good job you know you get we gonna y'all got it this year we're gonna try to get it next year from you you know but it's a nice little banter of what you understand about competition. I think that's where some some young kids may not understand how, what that means. You know, having that competition, but not having that like where you got, oh, I gotta, I gotta dislike that player because I, you know, he's on the other team or whatever. Now, if he ever gets personal, then maybe you go there, but only find out, you know, why did you get 
personal like that, you know, maybe ask that question one day if y'all can have, hey, man, we're playing a game and, you know, you got a little personal, you got a little hot at me. What happens if you get to that level? But just just know that it's business. It's playing these games and having fun. You're being competitive. But also, like I said, it's a business thing where you can kind of you got to learn how to separate that stuff. And, and that's almost a that's almost a learned thing as well. He's Amon Green. You know his accolades. Uh, check him out, Amon Green's Gamers Lounge at Amon Green 30 as well. We'll step aside for just a second. Plenty more with the uh, Husker Hall of Famer, the Packers legend after this. Spring is here, and it's time to wake up Judson. Judson Irrigation is eager and ready to get your sprinkler system up and running for the season. Judson's technicians will check for winter damage, adjust your sprinkler heads, and show you how to set your controller for effective sprinkling coverage. The Judson Irrigation team is here for you. Stay safe. Keep summer green. Call Judson Irrigation, 402-420-6277 or judsonirrigation.com. They say that April showers bring May flowers, but May delivers a lot more than that at GE Landscape Supply. Stop by for the Spring Landscape Day sale with almost everything on sale. Get 15% off of mulch, 10% off decorative rock, 20% off of flagstone, 25% off a of decorative cobblestone, 15% off of stone edging, and 10% off soils. Save up to 25% rain or shine from May 1st through the 6th at GE Landscape Supply for the Spring Landscape Day sale. Open Monday to Friday, 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. and Saturday from 7 a.m. to 4 p.m. It's May, and that means the school year is almost over and summer road trips are on the horizon. Stop telling yourself you'll upgrade your car someday and do it now. Mullen Motors Lot is full of great vehicles to take home so you don't have to worry about your current car barely surviving another road trip. Come check out their lot just north of 48th and Layton and find your next ride. Summer road trips are just around the corner. Mullen Motors. No taglines, just quality vehicles. Mullen Motors. Hey guys, Nick Sainert here for The Body Shop. I recently had an incredible massage from Dennis and his team at The Body Shop, and now a massage for you can possibly turn into a free massage for your mom. That's right, with every service you receive in April, your name is put into a drawing for a free massage gift certificate that can turn into a wonderful Mother's Day gift for the mom in your life. Book your appointment at thebodyshoplincoln.com and stop by their location at 48th and A, The Body Shop. Dive into good times and great savings when you take advantage of the above-ground swimming pool sale happening now at Bonsall Pool & Spa. All in-stock swimming pools are 50% off through the end of May while supplies last. You don't want to miss out on this hot deal. Visit our showroom at 33rd and Pioneers today. Learn more about the promotion at bonsallpool.com. Bonsall Pool & Spa, every day made better. Working at Continental in Lincoln isn't a job, it's a career. And right now they've raised wages again and they're hiring for production operators at $24.11 per hour, which grows to $28.27 per hour within three years. Skilled trade positions now start at $32.76 per hour with opportunities to make more based on certifications. Continental also has salary jobs available and great benefits, plus medical and prescription costs at very low premiums. Dental, vision, and life insurance are offered at no premium cost to the associates with increased bonuses and vacation for new hires. To learn more or to apply, go to continental-jobs.com with keyword Lincoln. 
Come work at Continental today. Tailored Life is now open in Bennett. Make the short drive down Highway 2 for tons of items for your home, for both indoors and outdoors. Check out their variety of potted trees, shrubs, vines, perennials, and colorful annuals. Plus, porch pots and landscape lighting to enhance the outside of your home. Don't forget their home goods for indoors. Plus, convenient drinks and snacks, most which are produced locally. Visit Tailored Life today in Bennett and stay tuned to their Facebook page at Tailored Life 360 for food truck events coming up constructors is now hiring for all positions with laborers starting at twenty dollars and up based on experience constructors has immediate job openings for laborers mechanics bridge builders operators and drivers start your new career today constructors offers great pay health dental and vision insurance paid time off paid holidays and so much more join the crew today and be a part of nebraska's oldest paving company dating back to 1908 for a complete list of openings and to apply online visit constructorslincoln.com the empire brand is growing with esc fabrication and sandblasting esc is your place for custom handrails industrial and commercial painting and more esc provides custom welding for aluminum and stainless steel and media blasting of all sorts ESC is great attention to detail. They stick to deadlines and keep within your budget. If you can dream it, they can make it. Contact ESC Fabrication and Sandblasting in Waverly today at 531-207-9329. Are you looking for a solid, stable career in assembly, CNC machining, or injection molding? We got you covered. Hi, Bob Williams, HR Director for Gardner Industries, a world-class manufacturer with a 70-year history right here in Lincoln. And I just listed some great career opportunities that you can find by logging into GarnerIndustries.com. If you want top pay, excellent benefits, flexible work hours, and the opportunity to work in a clean, modern, air-conditioned facility with great people, contact me today by applying online at GarnerIndustries.com. If you're in Lincoln, Waverly, or the surrounding area, listen up. Select Plumbing gets it right the first time on a variety of issues for your home and business, including general plumbing, water heaters, faucet and fixture repair, underground sewer and water repairs, backflow testing, and more. Keep your property free from leaks and other issues. Call today for a free estimate at 402-560-6197. Plus, they're hiring service plumbers. If you're in Lincoln, Waverly, or the surrounding area, contact Select Plumbing to inquire at 402-560-6197. 93.7 The Ticket, Fox, KFXL Weather. Brought to you by Bryant Air Conditioning, Heating, Electrical, and Plumbing. We'll see a slight chance of thunderstorms today. It will be warm and breezy. We'll top out near 80. South winds at around 15 to 20. We'll continue with a chance of scattered thunderstorms tonight. A low dropping down to around 56. And scattered thunderstorm chances return again tomorrow. Slightly cooler with a high of 75. I'm meteorologist Tim Wright for 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. This is the Amon Green Show on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Yes, it is with you here for the next half an hour or so. I'm Austin Norman. Most importantly, he's Amon Green. If you have uh, questions for him, send them in 402-464-5685. Uh, AG, let's go there to start this segment off. Uh, Ted on the text line asks uh, a question I'm going to add a little bit to because I want to be fair. He asks, what's the worst part about living in Green Bay? Uh, but what's the best and the worst thing about living in Green Bay? Uh, the, well, the the best thing, obviously, is, you know, if you're a Packer fan, um, and even me, you know, being retired, I'm, like, biased because I do a lot of talk shows. So, but so I have an access to the stadium, you know, to go to Lambeau Field, go to the games, uh, hang out with the fans, go see the, you know, see the players sometimes when I can. Because, um, 
you usually like for myself the best thing is i get packer tickets at regular prices (laughs) not the not the ticker master stub hub prices okay so i i i i I re- I love that and I and I honor it and I respect it. I'm never gonna uh, displace that because it was uh, well obviously well earned being a Packer player for all the years. Uh, and then the worst place is just because it's Wisconsin. The weather it's so mm-hmm. cold most of the year. I believe just a few days ago, May first, it rained or no, it it flurried mm-hmm. like an inch May or two first? inches. Yes, they had a oh. flurry. My wife and some friends of mine that little obviously live up there. They text me a photo of a f- nice little frosting of their backyards of, of about an inch of snow just a few days ago or like three days ago. And I sent them a picture of Lincoln, Nebraska on Monday, which was like 78 in, in the sky and the sun was out. So that's the love hate relationship with being a, a Wisconsinite, no matter if it's green Bay, Milwaukee or Madison, it takes a long time for Wisconsin to, to decide or mother nature to decide, Hey, Let's get these. Let's get the whole state into spring instead of minutes. They kind of <laughs> dip your toe in a little bit. Oh, here's an 80 degree day, and then no, you know what? We're gonna take a give you about two inches of snow or four feet of snow. Uh, keep you in winter for another two days, basically. <laughs> You're a Nebraska kid. You know what what winter's like. You know what seasons are. Having grown yeah. up here, did did your teammates from California, Florida, Texas, did it take them a while to get used to it? Oh, 100 percent. I mean, same happened when I got to Nebraska and I got had Texas teammates, had Florida teammates, had California teammates. They were like, the man, how who's the worst at Nebraska complaining about it? <sighs> complaining yeah. about it the worst. God, it's been so long. Me trying to think. Maybe, maybe Ty, my rookie, my freshman, I would say rookie, freshman year, uh, Ty Williams, Tyrone Williams. Okay. He's like, hey man, hey man, hey man, hey man, this is this is a this ain't right. It's cold weather, man. It's, I can't do it. I say, like, hey man. This he said, How could you do it? I'm like, Hey, I, I was born here for one. Let's just start there first. Uh, and in Green Bay, Bubba Franks, oh my god, he hated it. He's like, He said, like, How you do this? Am I? I'm like, Hey, you up here with me? You you got drafted here, bro. You gotta, he said, You went to Nebraska though. I went to the, you know, I went to Miami. I was like, I know, but it's just more, it's mine over matter. If you don't mind, it don't matter. He said, Man, hey, that's a lie. <laughs> I'm like, well, you got to say something because if you don't, the cold weather is going to win. You can't have that happen. We're we playing football. It's a physical sport. If you can't play in uh, freezing temperatures, then you got a problem. I mean, that, that's football, right? I mean, not that 100%. it has to be that cold all the time, but no. it's football. Come on. You're going to play it in late fall. You're going to play it in winter. The Super Bowl's in February, for Pete's sakes. Right. It's going to be cold. What do you think you signed up for? That's what I don't get. It was my teammates doing all. They were like, Emma, how you doing this? You know, even like now, since we're just now exiting as a family, you know, officially moving out of Wisconsin, you know, being here in Nebraska and then um, working on a home down in Houston, Texas. Um, my friends would come up for a game. They'd be like, oh, AG, how you still live here? I said, for one, we actually got stuck, stuck up here. We were supposed to make our move a long time ago, <laughs> but we just got stuck up here. But even as a player, I don't think about it. That's like this is my job and things we used to do in the locker room before a game or not before a game as we came on the field. You know, I would wear no sleeves, you know, to send that message to the other team. They'd be like, oh, it's like that. You know, I can't. They'd be coming out with sweat, you know, with sweatshirts under their their jersey and their shoulder pads. And same in Lincoln. They'd come out here 
And Coach Olitz was a rule, you know, as a running back. And Coach Osborne said, you cannot have no, no, no sleeves on, no shirts. You can have the pads to protect mm-hmm. your elbows, but no sleeves. We need your flesh touching the ball. And so it was like it was a non-negotiable uh, guideline that was on our, you know, as a running back, as a quarterback, all skill positions, running back, quarterbacks, tight ends, wide receivers had to have no sleeves on so you could feel the ball. Hmm. Jay, I won't say he complains about his time in Buffalo. You know, he's a bill through and through, but he will yeah. always think that there was nothing to do in Buffalo. You know, taking trips, you know, across the border to New York City. That's Are you it. just hanging out in Green Bay? Is that similar? Is it different? Are you popping over to Milwaukee, Chicago at all? It is similar to how Buffalo is. I mean, guys, it was so bad. Like, I, for me, I'm simple. All I need, I have my Xbox, my PlayStation, a grocery store, and a movie theater. And obviously, my kids had school. We were good. That's all I needed. But everybody else, like coming from others, that's from California, Texas, Florida, Georgia, whatever, down south, or even guys from New Jersey, they want to you know, go out and have a good time find a nice little spot to have drinks or whatever. I mean, they, they were so serious where if we had a 12 o'clock game on a Sunday, so 12 o'clock game was usually done by three o'clock. They would be hot telling it down to either Milwaukee or Chicago to hang out. And I'm like, it ain't that, I'm tired. Why do I want to think about even driving three, two hours to then drive back another two hours? So I'm going to roll four hours. I just played an NFL football game. I ain't got the time, the money, or the energy to even think about that. So guys used to do that because they'd be like, man, it's so boring in Green Bay, though. Or they even go all the way to Chicago. I'm like, I can't do it, man. No. <laughs> nope. You know, I'm going to be at home on my Xbox or sleep. Well, yeah, none of them are the That's other uh, guy. None of them are the leading rushers in Green Bay history. <laughs> so the joke's on them. Maybe they, they could have been the best of their position if they'd stayed uh, in Green Bay, too. But they missed 100%. their chance. That's what it comes up to. There you go. Yeah, I knew my priorities. Amen. So I do have to ask you, of course, Green Bay, Lambeau Leap. Do you remember your first one? Do you ever have anyone say anything or, or try anything funny when you did a Lambeau Leap? Uh, I, did, I get groped 100%. Okay. The ladies were always grabbing my butt all the time. Um, the first, I don't remember my very first one. I had a couple my first year. I had some touchdowns and I, jumped, and I did the Lambeau Leap. But nothing that was memorable other than, oh, man, I get to do this. But later, for years after the after the first year, I started like remember things like being groped, <laughs> get my butt grabbed. Um, and then one time I jump in there, and I get I could feel all the and it's you know we're in Wisconsin, it's a Miller Stadium, Miller Light. I have I could feel and smell the Miller Light just going down my back. I'm like, oh, somebody just they're cheering, but they have the beer and they grab me and they spilled the beer. It was an accident, you know, but you I feel all that wet beer going down my back. Like, oh, that's dope. Go. Then I'm like, only in Wisconsin. You jump in the stands for a touchdown to do a Lambo leap and you take a Miller Lite bath. <laughs> you can't you can't have that nowhere else. Nowhere else. So I was like, be careful, guys, when you go up in the stands, you either go in a back full of beer or some lady's gonna grope your butt. So just be ready for it. Is there a right way and a wrong way to Lambeau leap, or is it just whatever the moment calls for? You just do it. I love that you asked this question. This is this is it's the evolution of the Lambeau leap. So when Leroy created it, way I was in high school when he created 1992. You know, he just jumped first, head first. You know, he just hey high five in the fans, right? 
And so when I got there, it was just that you still you just jump in any way you can. You just jump in your body head first, or you, you maybe hopefully you could flip around and like hang out, you know, with the fan. So when I came back in 2009 from Texans, you had Donald Driver. I was listening to Donald, Jordy Nelson, Greg Jennings, James Jones break down. Like they were giving out, you know how at the Olympics in the diving competition, they do like 10, 10.8, 9.5. They were doing that. So when they would watch, so we played a game. Was that? For the Lambo Leap. Yeah. They were doing <laughs> Olympic grade judging on your Lambo Leap. So the, 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 the details were when you got your first push off, so you went up to grab the wall. And when you pushed off, it was a clean push up. So that was like three points. And then as you pushed up, did you do a, a clean turnaround so you could face the field instead of face the fans? And I'm like, looking, I'm like, what in the, what is going on? Oh, it's, it's going Olympic style. That's what I said to them. They started laughing. And I was like, what, y'all didn't do that? I'm like, no, we were just happy to get in the stands. <laughs> I remember one time Russell, Will, uh, Russell Maryland, the tackle, he played at uh, the U. And he was at, when he got the year he was probably in his fifth uh probably his 10th or fifth you know 10th or 11th 12th year he had played with the cowboys got a couple of super bowls and he got a let he got a fumble return picked it up got to the end zone man he didn't even make it up the wall so he would have got a zero and everybody we harassed him that whole that whole probably half that season but like i said in 2009 i was like all right so that means when i jump in the stands i gotta be on point now right y'all putting all this this nervousness, anxiety on us now to be perfect when we just celebrate. This is just a celebration. You know that, right? And they're like, no, no, no. You got to flip around. You got to take, you know, because then when you flip around, you could take that picture. This is Donald and them telling me, oh, you got to take, you know, you, they get that good shot, you know, that Lambo shot. I'm like, see, y'all doing too much. You know, so they, <laughs> they, they it into, it's basically like, you know, how when you're, if you grew up in a house that everybody was good singers. Or good, you know, with the instruments is like you just do a little thing every weekend. You spend time with your family playing the guitar or something. I said, now you got to go American Idol on it and and be and make sure you're trying to go for the impress the judges. I'm like, nah, man, I'm not, I'm not here for that. I'm older than all y'all, so I look. I just get in the stands. That's the Lambo leap for me right there. Not all this judging. Did did anyone have to tell you to do the Lambo leap, or did you know once you got to Green Bay, you score, you jump? No, no, yes, no. It was it was already in my brain. I was like, I, I was telling myself from the time I got there in 2000 training camp or mini camps, I was like, yeah, I'm just telling myself in my head. All right. When I, when I get that, when I get, we get in the end zone, I'm going up. I don't care where I'm at. And some of the wall is like really tall. It's like six feet or a little bit over six feet. And then some is like five, like low five feet, three feet. So you could cheat on there, but I'm like, no, I'm going for the big wall. I got to get up there. Those are the fans. You know, they support us. You know, I think it's fun to get in the, in the stands and do that with them. And then, obviously, you get high-five your teammates. And, oh, that's cool. You know, you get that. But, no, it was uh, it was always in my mind. I'm like, yeah, I'm definitely out. The question was to myself, how many I'll be able to do, you know, Lambo leaps, you know, while I'm a Packer. That was the question. I don't know how many I did. Because I didn't do it every touchdown. Sometimes I was either tired or I got back to the sideline and just forgot about it because I was so excited that I scored. And I'm like, oh, man, I should have Lambo leap. And I'm like, oh, well, forget it now. I don't want to get a penalty. <laughs> smart man save the 15 yards that will come back and bite you fans will forgive it you'll yeah. score again you'll jump in again next time the 15 yards is 15 yards man yeah i will never hear from the uh coach from mike sherman or mike mccarthy <laughs> they were like hey g you know better you a veteran 
you know this. I'm like, I know I just got, I forgot and I had to go back. And, you know, I don't want that conversation. <laughs> what were Sherman and McCarthy like? Uh, they were not much different. Um, they both were didn't sugarcoat things, which I liked. I like a coach that tells me exactly what I need to do, and you know they got to be harsh about it. I could deal with it. I got tough skin. I've been you know in sports since I was a kid, so don't sugarcoat things. And Coach Osborne kind of was like that. He 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 didn't sugarcoat things. Coach Solis was the same. He tell you like it is. Hey, when uh, I remember one time it was during spring ball my, after. So going in my first year of spring ball, my sophomore. Or, so my freshman year. And one of the guys, I won't I won't name the name of the running back, but I'll say this running back had the ball ran out of bounds without hitting nobody. And I and this was my first time. I think I saw Kosolis like erupt like he was angry. I saw this little dude get up out of his chair he almost slammed like he had the controller to rewind and stop in the play he almost threw it because you know but he stopped himself because he know if he breaks that the guy's got to come in and replace it he didn't want to do that so he put it down hard and said don't you ever in your life as a running back at this school run out of bounds without hitting somebody and i'm like ooh, okay i mean he wasn't talking to me so i but i got the message clearly Okay, that means I gotta be physical no matter what. And he, he, ran, he and that wasn't just it. He he talked to that running back for like a good two minutes. I'm like, oh my goodness, grace. I'm looking. I'm like looking away. Like, man, is this gonna go? Is this gonna end? Man, I'm like, dude, oh, this is rough. And so, but yeah, that sent a message to all of us in the room. You know, like I said, my freshman year. So I was like, all right, noted. We'll do that. <laughs> Loud and clear, Mr. Loud Coach Solis, sir. <laughs> and uh, I say Mike McCarthy with Coach Sherman. I say they both they both had a nice little comp like a comedy or humor. Humor. They had a nice little humor. Like Mike, I'll say Mike Sherman first, as I had him first. He was a more of a dry humor guy. He's a guy from you know he's from Boston, so he has a Boston accent. He kind of talked like this, and he couldn't say my name right. He'd be like, "I'm on, I'm on." <laughs> and, I, and I didn't, I didn't correct him because he's my coach. But everybody on the team, like Coach Sherman, it's Amon. Amon, Amon. That's a, that's his name, Amon. I'm like, but he has that Boston accent, so he can't really lose it. <laughs> so the guys will just harass him about that. And then Mike McCarthy, he won me over like day one. We had a mini camp the year he got hired. The first mini camp, first meeting, he says to me. Or not to me, I'm sorry, to the whole team. He has a team meeting. He goes out. He's talking about a couple other housekeeping things. Hey, you know, mini camp is tomorrow. I'm glad everybody came in. This is who I am. This is my background. I was offensive coordinator with the Saints and with the Chiefs, da 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 da. And then he said, All right, these are some of the rules. Da-da. He's going through rules of the team, what we're going to do, you know, practice at this time, that time. And then he said, Then he got into like the regular season and like how things are going to be for training camp. And then once the season starts, he was dropping in rules and i'm like wow it's kind of early to be talking about you know regular season rules when it's only may i was like oh okay and he said the first thing out of his mouth said you got the bye week off win or lose you got the bye week off and i'm like oh at that time in my career 2006 mike sherman dennis erickson mike holmgren had never ever 
gave said that that early in the year. We usually got a heads up a, a two weeks or two a week ahead of time. So that meant we were end up going online and buying astronomical prices of airplane tickets because it's only a day away because we just found out because we won against the Bears or the Chargers or whoever. Now, they, but he's telling us. So Mike McCarthy. He re he he set the he reset the whole board when he said, you know what, it's May. I want y'all to plan ahead. You where you don't have to spend extra money. You don't have to worry about your family. The trip is already set. Do it now, because I want y'all clear and, and and already planned out everything, so it's not stressful. And I'm just like, that's my dude. <laughs> I like this coach right here. I like the way he thinks. And then the, the second thing he said, I was my was like, no more, no rookie hazing. These kids already got to learn the playbook. They got to learn the scheme. They got to learn a new city, new friends, new teammates, new neighborhoods. Don't give them a hard time. And I'm like, which I didn't anyway. I wasn't a, I didn't haze guys. I brought them in and I made them feel like home. Like, hey, I'm your guy. I'm the older running back here. If y'all need help with anything, because y'all my backup. So I got to make sure y'all know what I know. You know, y'all mm-hmm. obviously we different running styles, but still the knowledge, you got to know what I know. And if the coach doesn't trust you, he's not going to play you. So I'm going to make sure he trusts you because I'm going to trust you because I you I know you could go on that field and do the job because I'm going to teach you everything I know about our offense, the audibles, the uh, adjustments, the stuff that Brett does that you need to know about that sometimes he does or don't don't realize he's doing that you can help him out. And I was like, when I, he said that, I said respect because that is a thing. Like I got harassed in Seattle, uh, Ricky Waters, Reggie Brown. They they gave me a, they gave me a tough time, <laughs> and they will say, "Look at your career; you're better for it." But it doesn't change the fact that right. it still happened. Right? I mean, I, like I said, I was a big kid. I was 21. I could handle it. But I'm like, "Come on, y'all! Y'all! Y'all too grown to be acting like this. Y'all too grown. <laughs> y'all grow. Y'all older than me. Ricky Waters was in his 30s at that time, and you messing. I'm 21. I bought all the donuts, and y'all don't eat none of the donuts. Don't even drink the coffee. You make me just go buy a dozen of donuts and let them go stale." Really? This is what y'all doing? Really? That's just a waste. That's just a waste. Right. That's, like, That's a waste. I mean, I went, I ordered them the night before, and I said, do a sorted. You got glaze, you got sprinkles, you got your, your, your um, what's the ones? The Long Johns. Yeah. You got the, the, the glaze twist. You had the French cruller. You had the apple fritter, and you nobody eats it. Really? And coffee. And milk. No, I get you lactose intolerant, but come on, give me something. I just spent like $50 or $60, whatever it was, 100 bucks a week I'm spending, and y'all not eating nothing? This is part of the hazing. I'm like, oh, okay. I just start eating it myself. I didn't drink the milk, though. I'm lactose intolerant. I didn't touch that. <laughs> Good to know. Do not offer Amon Green milk. Uh, uh, we'll one last time. We'll come, up, come back, wrap up the Amon Green show after this. If you're in Lincoln, Waverly, or the surrounding area, listen up. Select Plumbing gets it right the first time on a variety of issues for your home and business, including general plumbing, water heaters, faucet and fixture repair, underground sewer and water repairs, backflow testing, and more. Keep your property free from leaks and other issues. Call today for a free estimate at 402-560-6197. Plus, they're hiring service plumbers. If you're in Lincoln, Waverly, or the surrounding area, contact Select Plumbing to inquire at 402-560-6197. 
Spring sports are here and it's time to upgrade your equipment. But don't go rush into your big box store. Play It Again Sports is your place to go for all spring sports equipment for baseball, softball, golf, and disc golf. Play It Again Sports has quality, slightly to gently used equipment, and 50% of their inventory is actually new equipment. And don't forget, buying from them is a great way to get new products with great discounts by also bringing in your used items for store credit or cash on the spot. Play It Again Sports at 48th and Vine. Sunday morning. It's quiet. Not in a weird, too quiet way. Calm, peaceful, tranquil. You pour yourself that cup of coffee. You slice yourself a hearty chunk of one of Beatrice Bakery's breakfast breads. Now, maybe you're an apple streusel guy. Nothing wrong with that. I can respect that. Personally, I'm a turtle nut man. Something about those pecans. But the real ones know, don't sleep on that date nut bread. Sweet, but not too sweet. Nutty, not overly. The perfect morning treat. Beatrice Bakery. Online at BeatriceBakery.com. Welcome to our world of yum. Spring is here and it's time to wake up Judson. Judson Irrigation is eager and ready to get your sprinkler system up and running for the season. Judson's technicians will check for winter damage, adjust your sprinkler heads, and show you how to set your controller for effective sprinkling coverage. The Judson Irrigation team is here for you. Stay safe. Keep summer green. Call Judson Irrigation 402-420-6277 or JudsonIrrigation.com. Tailored Life is now open in Bennett. Make the short drive down Highway 2 for tons of items for your home, for both indoors and outdoors. Check out their variety of potted trees, shrubs, vines, perennials, and colorful annuals. Plus, porch pots and landscape lighting to enhance the outside of your home. Don't forget their home goods for indoors, plus convenient drinks and snacks, most which are produced locally. Visit Tailored Life today in Bennett and stay tuned to their Facebook page at Tailored Life 360 for food truck events coming up. Are you looking for a solid, stable career in assembly, CNC machining, or injection molding? We got you covered. Hi, Bob Williams, HR Director for Gardner Industries, a world-class manufacturer with a 70-year history right here in Lincoln. And I just listed some great career opportunities that you can find by logging into GarnerIndustries.com. If you want top pay, excellent benefits, flexible work hours, and the opportunity to work in a clean, modern, air-conditioned facility with great people, contact me today by applying online at GarnerIndustries.com. Start your Sundays off right with Jeff and Nicole Essink on Fitness Fanatics. Jeff and Nicole discuss health and wellness, how to achieve fitness goals, and more through the life of gym owners and gym goers. It's Fitness Fanatics from 9 to 11 a.m. on Sundays on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. It's May, and that means the school year is almost over and summer road trips are on the horizon. Stop telling yourself you'll upgrade your car someday and do it now. Mullen Motors lot is full of great vehicles to take home so you don't have to worry about your current car barely surviving another road trip. Come check out their lot just north of 48th and Layton and find your next ride. Summer road trips are just around the corner. Mullen Motors. No taglines, just quality vehicles. Mullen Motors. Shopping for new flooring is different today. Getting your questions answered, making the right selection, getting the best value, and install quickly and professionally. Visit OStreetCarpet.com or shop our store. We'll answer all your questions and help you make the right choice. You'll be enjoying your new floor at just days for less than you'd pay elsewhere. Carpet, vinyl, wood, laminate, tile, and area rugs. We've got it all. Seventeen thirty-two O Street, family-owned and operated, always the best value. 
Hi, Sean Callahan here for Couple Chevrolet GMC, and we are celebrating a record sales month in April, and we're going to let it roll and crank up in the month of May. We have some big discounts and special interest rates going on this month on selected new in-stock Sierras and Silverados. Buy a new Silverado or Sierra, get 3000 off or 1.9% interest. You heard right, 3000 off or 1.9% interest. We have outstanding specials on all of our new and pre-owned GM certified units. So stop on in and see us or check us out online at couplecars.com. You'll be glad you did. New discount must trade in finance with the roof credit. Hey, it's Nicklin Hames from Nebraska Volleyball. I hate wasting time in practice and I want to help you stop wasting your time when you're looking for an electrician. High Electric has been serving the area for over 30 years for both residential and commercial properties. They are experts in everything like remodeling, new additions, hot tub installation, and more. And they take jobs from Beatrice to Omaha and all towns, big or small, in between. Call them today at 402-466-6606 or learn more at high electric.com the ticket water cooler josiah allen coming home and again i i, I don't think this is a class full of people that absolutely wow you but it, it, it's we're talking about fits nebraska basketball has had some players under Fred Oliver. they just haven't really fit together mm-hmm. you've got a good base i think it's going to be tough to get minutes on this squad this might be as deep as a nebraska basketball team as we've seen in quite some time yeah i mean i can't think of a team that had 11 players who played a decent amount of minutes for whatever college they were at at the division one level last season this is the amon green show on 93 7 the ticket and the ticket fm.com that's right back one final time with the man himself Amon green here on 93 uh, you see our streams facebook youtube twitch and twitter also listening on our free app all right Amon, we asked you about the uh the difference between uh mike sherman and mike mccarthy the with, specifically in green bay brett and aaron similar different what what was that like uh <clears throat> i'll say definitely different I remember 05, the year he got drafted, Aaron, um, like halfway through the season, I remember, I heard Brett make a comment and it wasn't really, it was more, it was a generational type of comment. And it was funny because it's when iPods first came out. It was around that time because Aaron had an iPod and being his age, he, that's all he had was his buds in all the time. And Brett made a comment, God damn it, won't he take his buds out? I don't know if he's listening to us or what. <laughs> I was like, I just laughed when I heard him and I kept walking. I was like, this is funny, you know. Uh, but no, they had like for whatever you saw yourself often to what they narrated through the media, like they had a pretty good relationship. And it was like that competition thing I talked about earlier, you know, in the locker room, in the same room. You're you're in a quarterback room and you're in a pretty heavy talented quarterback room here in green bay at that time um you know you have brandon aaron and you have some guys other that late came later um i know what's his name i came in one kid was at from lsu we have another kid from uh i think alabama we had on the roster but what i knew before that before aaron got there any quarterback like when i got there in 2000 we had brett was starting we had matt Hasselback. We had Aaron Brooks and we had Doug Peterson mm. in 2000. <laughs> Those are, you know, four quarterbacks that are starters. Literally, mm-hmm. once they left Green Bay, they became starters. You know, I still think Green Bay, uh, if they, since they gave uh, Seattle Hasselbeck, I still think they came out on top with you, but that's just my opinion. <laughs> right. So that was pretty good room there. And so the, 
you know, what I saw, like I said, when I saw that with, with Aaron and that little and Brett's little exchange, and then when you get older, you know, now older Aaron, <clears throat> where it's still him, but he's obviously older only because, like, what I saw when I, he was, I say, a kid coming in 24, 25, or whatever he was, and he was still that kid with the headsets on doing his thing. And as a leader now, 18 years before now being a Jet, he still did his thing. He was always, you know, is it, you know, the fact that he went to Cal Berkeley, where they always pushed the envelope, you know, very political, very outspoken community there in Northern California. Is it that, you know, it might be that. And I love, but it's, it's like, it's for the good because it showed me how this generation of athletes, not just in football, but in baseball, basketball, whatever sport, hockey, tennis, Olympic sports, that they spoke their mind and they didn't care about the repercussions. And not that they didn't care about the repercussions in terms of the fan base or who they were, but they just did it because that's what they felt. And they were being honest, unapologetic about it, and that's how he was. And this whole process of him becoming a Jed and from last year or two years ago where he kind of set the flag out there the mess sent the message out there like he wanted to be gone then but he was always speaking his mind you know if it was a game if it was something that he was playing the media whatever how you want to call it either way he was able to he he controlled the narrative of his story you know and a lot of athletes i believe definitely in our time when i say our time myself with dorsey and gilbert and brett when we were playing we didn't do that a whole lot we didn't speak up we didn't speak out we had some guys there, you know, I had T.O., um, yeah, Dan Marino every now and then. I was a kid watching him making bold statements uh, in basketball. Dennis Rodman, you know, uh, Isaiah Thomas, you know, speaking their mind. And, and sometimes that worked for the it worked for him and sometimes it didn't work for him. But as an athlete, you're always thinking like, man, if I say this and then you kind of get into like politics and stuff. So you're like, you like, you got to be careful of what you say. But if you're just saying something just pure from the heart of what how you feel about a situation, be it a football situation, uh, a social situation, just you know, obviously just know how you need to say it. And that's what I think Aaron did. He said things sometimes if it was had to do with football, he was talking to how he felt about the situation. And of course, every fan, all the fans, or majority of fans will not like that because they like, why is this athlete speaking? You know, and it's like, no, nah, it's different now. We can speak. We always could speak. We just didn't. You know, some of us were probably fearful of what might happen to our careers because of that. But now the mic is in the athlete's hand, you know, from Serena to um, uh, Venus to Aaron. To, yeah, they, they, they are speaking out. And I love it. I love when I see I remember the young ladies from LSU. I said they won the championship. They were getting a little flack back for the way they celebrated because of uh, uh, was it Karen uh, Clark that Iowa celebrated one way when she was beating the other team. You know, so I, they handled that well. They spoke their mind about it. And to see that where the, it's a generational change of, <clears throat> you know what, I'm going to just keep my mouth shut. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to not say nothing. But where these athletes today are like, you know what, no, I'm going to say something. You know, mm -hmm. and if it bothers people, you know, that is not my fault, but I'm going to say this. And I'm not saying that to harm people. I'm just saying this so people know how I feel about it and where I stand on certain topics. And I love that athletes today are doing that. That's awesome. Well, Amon, as always, the hour goes too fast. It's yes, it uh, awesome okay. picking your brain. Thanks, uh, as always, for your time. Plenty more to get into. I want to talk yeah. to you about that receiving core you talked about, uh, your, your your curriculum. I'm curious oh. as to what that entails yes, at some point. Do. So. Yes. 
Obviously, we'll we there. got plenty more to come uh, with we Amon will. in the future. Amon Green's Gamers Lounge. Check him out. Uh, Twitch. Twitch and uh, YouTube. Twitch and YouTube. Uh, Adam Mon Green 30 on Twitter. Hit him up. Follow along. Play along. Get in yeah. contact with AG. As always, it's been a blast. AG, we'll do it again next week. Thanks, man. All right, Austin. Talk to you later, man. Peace. For Amon, I'm Austin. Turn it over to Ticket Weeknights here for the rest of the night. Harrison will be in. Uh, got a great lineup for you, as always. For the Husker Hall of Famer Packers legend, I'm Austin Norman. We'll talk to you later.